Where is InsureTech headed next? This is where indie agents own the answer. Welcome to the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back, insurance industry, to another episode of the Vertifor Insurance Podcast. I am really excited to have you here today because we're going to get our hands dirty. We are going to dig into some ground-level tactics on how to improve sales performance. One of the biggest questions that I get is, Sid, how do I generate leads online? How do I find the right uh, businesses or individuals that are most likely to be interested in my business model, my products, uh, you know, what I'm selling? And that's a, that's a tough question to answer, but uh, Dean Guillaume, the founder of Paradox Insurance, and Leary and Scott from Leo, a, a hard-charging uh, tech startup, are here to help us answer those questions today. So without further ado, uh, Dean Guillaume, we've got the founder of Paradox Insurance uh, with us today. We're very excited to have you. Dean and I have actually known each other for a little bit here uh, since I've jo- joined Vertifor, he has been on the b- board of NetView, a network of Vertifor users for almost six years now. He's the immediate past chair, so he's done his he's done his time, um, and we definitely appreciate his service. We're sad to see you go, but thank you for coming on for a last hurrah uh, and and sharing some secrets uh, under the curtain of what you're doing and how you're moving your agency forward. Yeah, thanks, Sid. Uh, it's it's not a last hurrah. This is just uh, you know we're getting getting ready to rock. So all right, uh, really excited about it. And thanks thanks for uh, having me on. Uh, this is something that's really near and dear to my heart. You know, when we start talking insurance tech, especially when we look at the small agencies or the micro agencies like ours, uh, it, it's something that's fun. It's exciting, and I love this space. So I'm really happy to be here and, and share with what you know share with you and, and the. The, the viewers and listeners, what we're doing and, and how we're doing it, why. So uh, mm. thanks again. Really appreciate it. Mm, 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 mm. We also have with us today, Leary Halperin Segal, CEO and founder of Leo and Scott Angel, the VP of sales. Leary, hello. Are you joining us from uh, Israel by chance or are you, are you in the U.S.? No, no, I'm actually in Israel. You are. Now. At yeah, 8 p.m. Oh um, yeah, and I'm happy to be here and see you all. Uh, it was great to see you all like two weeks ago in uh, Accelerate. Um, and it's always great to meet Dean again and you, Sid. So thank you for inviting us. Yeah, thank you for coming in from Israel. Uh, that's, that's quite a Zoom call. Um, Wonderful. Well, it's great to have you, and we're excited to hear a little bit more about Leo. Scott, oh, the man in charge, what's up? How are you? We've known each other Good. since, uh, gosh, a few years, since back when I was at Beatomic, and, uh, you know, we were in the AMS space uh, side of things. Yeah. So. yeah, we had our weekly calls, didn't we, Sid? I enjoyed them. Yes. Great, so. yes. And yes, uh, great seeing Dean here uh, a couple weeks back, and Larry. She flew in, I think, on Sunday and left on Wednesday, so it's always great to to spend time with Larry, but I uh, appreciate putting this podcast together, Sid. Thank you. Wonderful. Great to have you. All right, Dean, let's get into it. Uh, tell me a little bit about Paradox Insurance's journey with InsureTech. Bring me back to the beginning days of when you said, you know what, I don't really want to do things the way they've always been done anymore. I want to try something different. Where did you take and how did you take that first step forward? 
I mean, it's, it's really a great question. And I don't know that it's ever been a first step. Mm. It's always been think outside the box for me. It, it's challenged status quo. So uh, with Paradox specifically, uh, it gave me a, a really good opportunity to, to embrace that mindset. Um, it was a scratch agency, kind of a step back from scratch. Uh, when I left, left my last organization, I not, not only made a career change, but I kind of shook my life box upside down and I moved to northwestern Montana out of Denver Metro. So I, I knew wow. two other people. It, it was really a great place to, to step into and step around a lot of muck and, and find out where we wanted to be. Um, obviously, starting with our, our core, which is a Vertifor AMS 360 product, looking at some of the other ancillaries that they have, and tying that uh, side of things into our mindset, which is really client experience, customer experience. That's, that's number one. And then number two is our internal staff experience. Uh, so taking those two pieces of our foundation and then identifying how do we get this done, what, what do we do to accomplish those objectives, it's technology first. Can we use technology to build the relationship, enhance that experience, make it Amazon-esque or you know McDonald's-like as far as speed and efficiency? You know, not the not the gunk that goes along with it. But you know, how do we maximize what we can do through technology to to, to accomplish those goals? Mm -hmm. And then we start looking at some other facets, you know, our staffing and, and how that works. But. You know, it's about having the right partners and the right partners for us won't be the right partners for everybody else. And so we, we talk to a lot of partners, we interview them, we work with them. Uh, we look at where they're at, and where they're going. And you know, we talk roadmaps, we talk about pricing. We, we have to, we're, we're a bootstrap agency, you know, a beer budget wine taste mentality. And, and so you know, we, we've got to look at all these different facets. And you know, so that all kind of comes back and, and culminates in where we go and how we identify our partners. Uh, you know, and we also need to make sure we're exchanging data. Uh, that data has mm -hmm. to go from piece A to piece B and back to C and then possibly back to A again. And then you know, make sure it's consistent and deliverable across all platforms. So you know, there's, there's some bumps, there's some bruises, but we're small enough to be able to accommodate those. We're small enough to be a sandbox for a lot of organizations like Leo. Uh, but we're also big enough and knowledgeable enough that we know when things are wrong, we know when things are right, and we can push and, and challenge that to make it better for, for them, better for us and our clients, and then you know, better for the industry mm. at, at the end of the day. So that's, that's kind of where, where we're at, kind of that mindset and, and what we're looking for as we move forward. Wonderful. So does let that, me. Does that answer your question? That was that was an answer with a capital A. Um, let me step back on timeline for a sec. So you said you moved out of the Denver metro area into the rugged wilderness of Montana, possibly next to who's the guy from Yellowstone? I can't remember his name. You kind of might look like him actually. Now that if you put a cowboy hat, I could see maybe some similarities there. So into Montana. When was that? And what in did you found the agency in Denver and move it to Montana, or did you found it once you moved to Montana? I, it's kind of a, a blur. Um, so okay. in early 19, late 18, I, I knew it was time for me to make a change. Okay. Uh, so I worked with the team that I was uh, currently a part of. We created an exit strategy. Um, I knew what was happening by July of, of 2019, so I spun up on paper, Paradox Insurance Agency, July 5th of 2019. Wow. That was my Independence Day. Uh, wow. I moved to Montana September 3rd 
of for Labor Day weekend of 2019. Got my boots on the ground, literally and uh, figuratively. Uh, started to go out, shake hands, and, and meet people. Uh, I showed up to my first Chamber of Commerce event and realized that you don't wear ties and suit jackets <laughs> to a Montana event. So, you know, I, I, I learned. I learned a lot. I learned it quick. Um, and it, it's not just business. You know, we, we look at Denver Metro being over 3 million in population. I stepped into a state that had 1.2 million and probably twice the land, you know, acreage. So, Wow. It was a big move, a big change. But, you know, I, I knew that insurance didn't have to be brick and mortar. I knew insurance could be different. Insurance is insurance for the most part. I realize that's a broad brush statement. Mm. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, from ground up, we were really looking at how can we be remote-esque? How can we be digital? How can we be all things, not, not all things, but meet our clients where they're at when they're there? Mm -hmm. uh, especially when you look at that population density and it takes us a little while to travel. So we, we need to be able to yeah. do things remote. Yeah. So we were kind of pre-pandemic prepped. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, I can imagine hopping on a Zoom call versus driving, you know, to the next uh, city down is probably quite a different uh, commute. So, so I, I hear what you're saying when you say, I want to, you know, we moved to Montana, but I still wanted to be able to you know, insure or serve those from other states. So I'm assuming you had a lot of connections in Denver and needed to be able to, uh, you know, provide them with a service and, and uh, you know, accommodate them, but while being in Montana. Um, is, would you say that your book, of, like, what was your strategy, I guess, as you moved your life, your personal life, your professional life, started a new a business, um, it's a lot of change all at once. I, would you say that your sale, you know, your strategy was to, to kind of stay in Denver without necessarily staying in Denver, if that makes sense? Or were you? Uh, I, I think originally it was to accommodate Denver, but mm -hmm. I was really focused on growing in the, in the Montana terrain. I, I mean, I really wanted to grow in this market and be able to supply and support the, the market in, in Montana. Mm. Uh, and, and through that, you know, I, like I said, I learned a lot. And one of those things I learned was that I probably still needed to keep some pretty deep roots in other territories. Mm -hmm. So Colorado is our number two state. Uh, believe it or not, Arizona is our number three. So we still get a lot of snowbirds transferring. Uh, people love the Montana summers, but they don't necessarily like those uh, minus 29 degree winters. You know, not everything you see on Yellowstone is, uh, is reality. So, what? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's we 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 changed the script a little bit here in reality. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's so it was something I recognized and realized. So we have kept um, kept a lot of technology available. We started off with you know a focus in the marketplace. We obviously had to pivot and shift like many agencies did, many businesses did, and uh, continue to grow that business in in Colorado because of the roots, the background, and the history there. Uh, you know, so a lot of time on Zoom calls. And if you knew me in my early days, there was a lot of time in the truck. So I, mm. I would take Zoom calls in, the, you know, from the passenger seat of the truck and, you know, out sitting next to the rivers or, you know, the barns or whatever it was that, that we needed to do to get business done. Wow, that's amazing. So your tech stack is really important, it sounds like. And finding the right, you know, here, here's what I know if after seeing under the hood of a lot of agencies' tech stacks. If you've seen one independent agency, you've seen one independent agency. And if you've seen one independent agency's tech stack, same thing. 
the question that I think a lot of people run into is, how do I know what's right for my business as I get into this, this you know, as I start down this path, because sometimes there's overlap with tech, sometimes there's integration challenges. Um, you know, sometimes it's just there's unique technology, which I would say Leo is a very, as Scott was showing it to me the other day, I mean, I saw Leo three years ago and the point at which it's evolved today, it really is something special. Um, it kind of crosses a lot of different core competencies in a way, but has a lot of integration uh, opportunity, which makes it pretty powerful. So, you know, it's hard to know, like, if you're getting into this world, what, what, who do you look at and who do you look for and how do you kind of piece this thing together? Um, so how, when you went out, obviously it sounds like you, you got the standard core, hey, I need an agency management system to put my policy data in for, you know, uh, to send certificates, document management, et cetera. Um, I need some sort of rating system, right? I might need a sales pipeline. A after you get past that, now we're getting into some maybe unknown, no man's land territory where thing you could do a lot of different things, form solutions and um, you know solutions like Leo. How how did you start to put that together? Uh, yeah, I, I think you know, the biggest piece is identifying what the pain point is. You know, yeah. knowing, knowing where that's at and you know being a somewhat, I, again, I use the term micro agency, uh, it, it's really obvious where pain points are at. And so identifying those and then saying, can our existing tech stack resolve that? Can it fix that? Mm -hmm. uh, really being engaged with what you have, maximize what you have first. Mm -hmm. And if that doesn't solve it, then you step into what are the solutions that are available in the marketplace? And you're absolutely right. There's a lot of competition out there. We've seen in the last four years, specifically, a, a lot of uh, people trying to get into that insure tech realm, and not every piece is going to be right. Uh, mm. you know, I'll, I'll call out a, uh, another name. Agency Zoom is a product mm -hmm. that we use, mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily our first choice. It wasn't our last choice. We we evaluated multiple products in that space to make sure that we were getting where we're at. Uh, you know, getting what we wanted to get out of the product. And it was simple. It was easy. It was even at the time before the acquisition by Vertifor, it was still integrated at a relatively decent position that it made things more simple than what we had pre uh, previously. So you know, identify that problem, see what you can do to fix it with what you have, and then step into that other space and find a solution. Uh, so you know, as we continue to do that, it's identifying, again, the next pain point. What's the low-hanging fruit? How can we fix things easily, fast, and, and, and economically? Because mm -hmm. you know, a tech stack in the big picture of things can easily eat up a lot of your, your revenue. Mm. And it does not take long for that to happen, especially if you are chasing shiny objects, because it's contract one, contract two, and then you must start moving into seats or users. You know, so there's a lot of dynamic to consider as you're as you're making these types of decisions from an agency perspective. Yeah. When did you and, and Leary meet? When did you find out about Leo and what they were doing? So I actually was introduced to Leo by voice and, and just conversation with another small agency in the upper northwest. Um, and then it was really, I, I believe, Leary, it was uh, Denver is the first time Denver Accelerate for NetView was the first time we actually met face-to-face -face and had some conversation. And we went ahead and launched the Leo product in Paradox 
And even, even in that space, from the time I was first introduced to it, it wasn't quite ready for us or we weren't ready for it. But like you said earlier, uh, Sid, it's, it's developed tremendously over the last few years and specifically in the last few months. Uh, I've seen tremendous uh, just growth and change and, and modernization of that product to fit what we need. And uh, you know, meeting meeting Larry back in in March of, of 2022 uh, at Accelerate in Denver, uh, you know, was was a catalyst to us really adopting that platform, taking it in, and and starting that relationship that I value and, and the way they handle it is exactly in line with what we expect from from our vendor partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say as I've watched InsureTech up and downs, the key indicator of success for me is how close that insure tech is to the agent. So if if you've got a, a, an agent or a group of agencies that, you know, you talk with every week or every month and check in, hey, how, how is the product performing inside of your, you know, inside of your business? Uh, I tend to see there's a lot more growth in the right direction, it feels like. So hats off to you guys, uh, Leary and, and Scott, for making sure you stay close to the agent circle. Um, tell me a little bit about Leo. Leary, what, like, give us the backstory on who you are and why you decided to start this company and what the journey's been like. Yeah, um, so um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, actually, Leo is my third startup. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, yeah, and I didn't come from, you know, the insurance space, uh, but okay. coming with the knowledge that I have when I first started five years ago, I saw that there is so many missed opportunities and so much revenue that just wasn't being generated. Um, and I knew that if an agent would just incorporate the benefit of technology, he can, you know, be in a different level. Mm. So. This is how we started. How did you? Uh, but how did you find the insurance industry specifically, though? Because it's kind of a. I mean, I like to say insurance is a hidden gem. Um, most people don't think about it as, you know, being an industry they want to get. You know, it's not like you wake up at eight years old and say, like, "I want to be an insurance agent." Um, but once you are one, you're like, "Man, this was great! What a what a great move!" Um, how how did you find insurance specifically in your entrepreneurial ventures? Um, so I actually wanted to buy a policy from my apartment um, yeah. and I started to engage with a really nice broker and this is where I, I saw the process and I saw that there is so many things that you can innovate in the process. Mm. Um, I really mm. felt like, you know, he's not collecting enough data, is not analyzing my data um, and he can sell a lot more uh, and he can also make the process a lot more easier for me. Um, and then I started to, you know, investigate. And when I started to work on Leo and I decided it will only, we will only focus on insurance, um, we started to work also with different agents. Um, and that was crucial. Mm. This relationships with the, with the different agents. So it was like Chris Paradiso um, and Dana Cott from uh, um, UWIB. And everyone shared with us, you know, data and feedbacks. And also we uh, started to work with Frank Sentner. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you said, Sid, I think it's crucial to work with the industry. Um, we knew that we will need to develop a product um, with the producers, for the producers, um, and this is what we do until today. So, you know, every time that we onboard a new client, and 
knocking on wounds, we have um, quite a nice number of clients. Um, we do a call with them, an onboarding call with them. Um, we want to hear them. We want to get their feedback. Um, if we, we see that they're not using it enough, we are asking why, we are calling them. So it's important for us to know uh, exactly what are the reasons that are that, that they're using it and why not. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the only way for a product like ours to evolve. Um, and, you know, Dean um, gave us so, you know, valuable feedback over the the last year. Um, and, you know, even um, he mentioned the agency Zoom. So... You know, um, Dean told us that when he wants to push leads uh, to agency Zoom, he wants to also choose the pipeline. Um, and this is something that we didn't think of mm-hmm. because, you know, we, we created the opportunity, the, the option to just uh, at a click of a button to send leads to agency Zoom. Um, it can save a lot of time and it's super uh, easy to do. Uh, but we didn't think about, you know, yeah, you also need to, to choose the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And then Dean told us about that and we said, this is so smart. Mm. Um, and today, you know, you have the option to choose the pipeline. Mm. So um, you need to listen to mm-hmm. your users. Mm-hmm. And this is what we do. Yes. And it sounds like you would describe your company as a uh, almost like an, an insurance data company, but maybe not an analytics per se, because you're not necessarily. How, how would you describe Leo to somebody? I mean, it you guys are capturing so much data about prospects and businesses out there, but you're doing it from that insurance lens, which makes it unique. It's not like going to Zoom info and, you know, here's an email address and a title that might be right, and that's about all you get. Like, you guys are thinking about what does the insurance salesperson need to know before starting that conversation? Um, and, the, and the focus really is data, obviously knowing that there's a technology, you know, SaaS component here as well. But how, how would you describe what Leo does to, to, the, to the industry? So Leo is a prospecting tool. We help with top of the funnel. We, mm-hmm. have, we help with the discovery mm-hmm. uh, process. So like you, you mentioned, um, we help you to find the right contact um, in the company. Uh, we will give you the phone number, the LinkedIn uh, link, the uh, email. Uh, once you have that, we will also provide you with the business information. So EIN uh, number and uh, the address and other uh, important information that you need to know. Um, but that is not enough. This is where if you are an insurance agent, this mm. is where you also need the insurance intelligence data. Yes. Uh, and yes. this is where we will help you with 5,500 data, with uh, DOT, um, OSHA, if you if that company has you know different violations, um, with the X date. So uh, workers' comp, um, and we enhancing the data all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so we believe that an agent should have all this information in one place. Mm-hmm. And once you found a prospect that you like, you can just push it to Salesforce or agency Zoom or other CRMs. Um, easy as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember. Um, so working in my, my dad's office, he has an insurance agency in Florida. And when I would sell, uh, we were mostly in the construction space. So there were certain sites I could go to that were public that would give me, you know, an overview on if there was a, you know, contractor, paper contractor, subcontractor I wanted to go after, how many, uh, you know, what, what NACE code would they be and how many people and that kind of thing. But I had, so two things. One, 
uh, I was going to at least 10 different sites to put one complete picture together, which takes a lot of time. And two, it was all tribal knowledge. There was no standardized, hey, here's where to go if you want to learn about construction prospects for insurance. It was just the fact that my dad had been in it for so long. He knew where to go and he could tell me. And so I think about, well, what about that producer who comes into a large agency who doesn't have that mentor to tell them where to go? Or even a producer who comes into a mid-sized agency that where they don't have the time to sit down and say, these are the sites you should go to and there's no one place to, to teach them. They're kind of out of luck, you know? They're, they're walking in and, and it's not that they're a, they're a bad producer by any means, they just weren't given the right tools exactly. at the end of the day. Yeah. So we, we definitely like to mentor, you know, uh, producers, uh, young producers, and to tell them, you know, what should be their first steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but not only young producers, because everyone needs this data. Like you said, in, instead of going to different, you know, sites and waste a lot of time uh, gathering the, this crucial information, we can just provide it to you uh, in a very easy way. Uh, and the other thing is that we can also integrate with your AMS 360, for example, mm. uh, with your AMS. So this is where we can learn uh, who are your current clients and we can build a profile according to that. And we will match you uh, with the right prospect for you because we have more than 40 million prospects loaded into our system. So you don't even need to, you know, filter and search for the prospect that you want. We Leo can just generate a list for you. Um, and this and this is where, you know, um, you can discover a new prospect uh, that you maybe didn't think about and no one you know it's like it's not like everyone has you know a father that is running an agency and can help with Mm -hmm. that so this Mm -hmm. is where we want to help yeah and i just want to this is guys this is really really cool so let's pause here on this this is the technology of the facebook's the uh amazon's the netflix's all coming down into the insurance industry right it was going to happen at some point and now it's happening This is where we take that idea or concept of machine learning and we say, we're going to look at, uh, you know, here's your data set. We're going to look for trends and then we're going to use those trends to make sure that you make smarter decisions so that you're not wasting time. That is, I thank you. (laughs) That is awesome. (laughs) It's bound to happen at some point, but it's, it's great to hear it is. So. Let's get into how uh, Leo is working inside Paradox. Um, and Scott, I know you and Dean have been working together on this. So, you know, please feel free to jump in. But how, how have you guys worked together to make sure that, you know, Paradox producers are, are going after those right prospects and everything's uh, transparent and measurable inside of Agency Zoom at any given time? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'm going to do this, you know. We all know, you know, I come from an insurance background also. My dad had a benefits, my uncle was on the PNC. And one thing I know after being on site, probably 800 agencies over the last decade or so, uh, Sid, you and I go back a few years, we've been in this industry for a while. <clears throat> one thing I know is each insurance agency does things completely different, right? We all spell insurance the same, but we all have our little secret sauce or a way to going about that. So maybe I'll let Dean talk a little bit about how he's using Leo and then maybe I'll jump in after that. 
and explain how some of the other folks are using Leo also. Because he has, you know, he has his specific way that he's approaching the market, and Leo's doing a good job for him in that. But it is specific to his agency, which makes Leo unique, right? So. Yeah, and I think you know, just to kind of highlight a couple things, even that Larry had mentioned is, you know, we when we, we look at this relationship, there, there's times you know, she talked about the agency Zoom, you know, uh, pipeline conversation. But there are times that Scott and I talk or, you know, we talk with Sar, who is another member of the Leo team, and we make a, a comment or a suggestion on something. And within hours, even that change has been adopted wow. or changed. So they are wow. fast. They are lightning fast on taking this stuff in. They take it to heart. They listen to, to their users. Um, you know, the other thing that was talked about is, you know, looking at our existing database. And this has been key and critical for us. I thought at one point venues and event facilities was going to be like our target market. That's what we were doing. So we were promoting that, but using the Leo system, it really pulled back and said, you guys aren't that at all. But what you are is, you know, you're looking at different types of real estate and those real estate markets versus the events and uh, you know, venues type markets. So even what we thought we were, we weren't necessarily that because of the data that Leo has shown us out of our existing system. It gave us a better picture and a realistic picture of who we were. So, you know, that's that's really key and critical, too. So I love the data aspect of what's available. It's easy to read. It's fast. It's effective. And it gives me some insights as to where we want to go and what we want to do. So we start looking at that, um, you know, those, those clients, those prospects. And, and really, that prospecting tool has only been open for Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, but maybe six months, eight months at, at the level and the course that it's at. And it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been real exciting to be able to see that whole data based on where we really want to target geographically. Sit as we talked, we're in multiple states now. Mm. So, you know, we, we want to be able to pull for different producers, whether mm -hmm. they're in Des Moines, Iowa, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Las Vegas, Nevada. We, we want to be able to pull that stuff and, and get them the right leads for where they're at. And then we can push that, you know, over based on different parameters, whether it's sales volume, you know, employee count, you know, whether it's a, a CDOT report or, you know, 5500s, any of those types of things. And, you know, so it's it's really valuable and it's been extremely helpful for us as, as an organization to help drive our our producers and, and give them some, some direction, especially the newer producers. So what I'm hearing is in a matter of minutes, you can go into Leo after it's integrated with your agency management system. You can get an accurate reading of what your niche is. And for those of you who say you don't have a niche, you probably do, you just don't know about it yet. Yep. So you can get an accurate reading of that. Maybe it's not what you thought it was. And then you can use the data points around that you've collected around that niche to look for other new prospects that are not in your database that are likely to do business with you based upon that database that you've built out and based upon the, the current uh, niche that you serve. And then you can, again, within a matter of minutes, identify those people a complete picture of their insurance, uh, you know, profile, and pull them into a sales pipeline with automated texting, automated email, and start them down a nurture campaign to tee them up for sales. So that's that's exactly it. 
That's we just and we just get the podcast right here. That's fantastic. <laughs> so you're you're 100 correct there. You know, to sum this up, I I work with a lot of producers, scratch producers, even seasoned producers. We're talking a lot about prospecting, mm-hmm. but for that seasoned producer that may not do as much prospecting with that book of business integration with AMS 360, they can look at things like their ex date reports. They can look at cross selling opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then what seasoned producers really like mm. is we have this one-click referral. So what will happen is you, the path you were going down said 100% correct. We take that book of business. We match it up with 40 million businesses in the U.S. We build out a, pros, a prospect list using AI. And they can go through there. They look at their COI, their center of influence account. They can literally click on a button. We'll bring over the top prospects in a templated email. They can shoot it off to their COI saying, hey, do you mind being a reference or a referral for me in these accounts that are look like they're their key uh, client in location and classification? Mm. And I'm telling you what, I've seen seasoned producers uh, hit that referral button, you know, five, six, seven times inside of five minutes and asking for that many referrals in that speed of time. So I think uh, one of the core things we do, whether it's Scratch, Season, EB, P- PNC side, is helping them build that funnel as quickly as possible, whether it's through prospecting or referrals. Mm. So it's just, uh, it's been a lot of fun working with producers. See, and that's, that's what, even if, you know, if you go out and you find a, uh, a zoom info, right. We use some as an example before, right. And they, and they say, oh yeah, we'll get you a list of all the businesses and we'll give you all their data. They're not thinking about it from that insurance perspective. They don't know what a center of influence is. And the fact that you guys recognize what that is and have built it into unique automation geared towards producers to get them off the ground sooner than later, like that's what makes this thing so spicy. So that's fantastic. That push the agency Zoom has been just phenomenal. It's a great Mm -hmm. product. The fact that we can push that over, especially for that scratch producer, mm-hmm. building up that marketing cadence for them in the background. And, and again, just within seconds, um, it's been a lot of fun to watch. Man, that's fantastic. So, um, okay, so I guess I'll, I'll ask uh, the, <laughs> the big question to a, a, an entrepreneurial uh, founder and CEO, Larry, where is Leo headed in the future, right? I mean, where do you see, I'm sure you wake up at... 2 a.m. You've got big dreams and you know big goals. Um, you've built an amazing, ama- amazing solution here. Where where do you see it going in the next few years? So I can tell you that in the near future, in the near future, we are going to also have generative AI um, hmm. as a part of Leo. Um, so we will take the insurance data intelligence that we got from uh, on the prospect that you want to connect with, and we will also write an email for you using the data that we got. Um, and then you can just send those emails through Leo. Um, so this is something that you can do super, you know, in a, at a click of a button, and you can you will just need to approve the email. So creating more actions um, from Leo, this is something that we also want to do and we want to focus on. Um, and you know, in the next few years, we want to we want to be um, uh, the number one tool. Um, to use when you want to grow your agency. So when you're opening a new agency or you just, you know, starting with commercial lines or you um, just want to to see your agency grow, you will use Leo Mm. um, and it will be mandatory. Mm. Uh, 
and this is what where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm excited for that day. Honestly, I'm excited for 2023, Leo. So if it's got even bigger goals, then uh, I can't wait to see where you guys go next. Dean, question for you, sir. Would you be willing, at, for those of the, the agencies who are listening, you know, hearing about this thing and they're curious about how it works, would you be willing to hop on a webinar, show us how it works, uh, you know, let them let people see it come to life as opposed to just hearing about it? Absolutely. Yes. That's, that's probably right. the most fun thing I can do in my day is, is share that stuff. So I, I love right. phone calls out of the blue and conversations through the, you know, through the Internet. So let's do a webinar. Awesome. Are awesome. Awesome. All one, right. One, one thing, one thing real quick, Sid, that I think yeah. we've missed in this conversation about this product, specifically when we talk about sales producers, mm-hmm. I don't know about everybody else. I don't want my producer sitting at their desk every day, I, you know, come in for a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the afternoon, wrap up paper, but they should be out meeting with clients, having those conversations and doing that type of stuff. Or, you know, I, I realize this is a virtual world, so there's a lot that could be done at the desk, but Leo has a fantastic app on, on mobile app. And it's not like some of those apps where it has a pared down functionality. This is really a robust app that allows the producers to do much of the same functions that they would do at their desktop or you know, at their laptop computer. So you know, if they're out and they happen to be scouting some different territories or something like that, they can pull up the app, zero in, and see if there's some prospects in the area for them to help you know, to go out and cold call. Mm. Mm. Yep, and, and Dean, I appreciate you bringing that up. We are, for those techies, we are NLP. I mean, it's kind of like Siri for the insurance world. You can talk to the app. You can talk to the database querying, uh, you know, real estate agents in, in Arizona, something like that. So, yeah, built for today's producers. Thanks, Dean. Mm, wonderful. Well, guys, if you're listening and you want to see more, uh, tune in. We will be doing a webinar. Uh, Dean will be there. Maybe we can rope Scott in, too, and we'll show you how Leo works, how it's coming to life inside Paradox Insurance how Dean is making sure his sales team is not sitting at their desks doing paperwork, but they're actually out having the right conversations with the right people, because that is really the, you know, the, the tough nugget to crack at the end of the day is making sure that you're sitting across from the right people and having those right conversations. So with that, Dean, Leary, Scott, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing a little bit about what's going on behind the scenes. We really appreciate it. And um, hopefully we'll have you guys on in another, you know, who, who knows, six to 12 months, depending on when the generative AI comes out. And if we can, we can snag you from Israel one more time, Larry. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Love what you heard? Listen, don't stop here. We know you don't want to. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or YouTube if you love watching and get notified as soon as new episodes come out weekly. Let's go.